Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Yes, free reading. Oh, y'all free reading. Yo, Alex said I look like Miss Cleo, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Miss Cleo, though, well, well, let's get into who we are first, but I have something about Miss Cleo. Um, this is the Adulthood a Podcast for Geriatrics and Millennials. My name is Alexi, and you are? I am Alejandro. Now, you're going to talk about the first time that you accidentally paid $1.99 per minute to get your psychic reading from Miss Cleo. I was not, and I still haven't seen the documentary, and I really wanted to, but you know what made me think about psychics? Do you know that they still low-key, some cities still use psychics to try to help them solve crimes and help them find people? Yes. Like today, 2023, you did know that. Because it, it was a recent yes. case, something recently, uh, but I don't remember what it was, but it was something recent, and I was like, I was like, I cannot believe that they're still using psychics to to guide them in the right direction. And there's like famously, I watched something about that, but like famously, like people would guide them in the whole, whole wrong direction. Like, oh, I see water and she's in the water somewhere. And then she's like alive and shows up or whatever. And it's like, she was not in the water. She's not, she did not drown. But it's so crazy to me. Now, you know, I, I like psychics and you know, I go to psychics and you know, I'm super into um, just into people that have a lot of intuition and that are, uh, that shoot that were born with this gift, right? So you know I'm into it, but I do think it's interesting as a country that we allow, we used to hire police departments used to hire psychics to find missing people, to find people that were murdered, and to find their killers. Isn't that crazy? It's not crazy. Yeah, but- <laughs> yeah you remember uh, Montel Williams when he yeah. had Sylvia Brown on there? I remember Sylvia Brown, but. <laughs> And then shout out to Sylvia Brown. And then she used to, they used to, people in the audience used to ask her all kinds of questions about, you know, their wife or their love or are they going to be in love? Or yeah. they used to ask her questions about people missing or people on the other side. And yeah. This was like prime classic 90s TV. Yes. And I do remember that. And I used to love it. And I'm so into psychics now. Like every time I go to New Orleans, except the last time I didn't get my appointment. You know, I love psychics, especially ones that are connected to New Orleans. But this also leads me to, you already know, Carly Russell. Mm -hmm. So Carly Russell, um, I think everybody knows who she is by now. She was um, a young black woman, 25, missing right outside of Birmingham, Alabama and Hoover, Alabama. And she called the cops and said that she saw a toddler, a little boy in di- in a diaper on the side of the highway, on a pretty major highway in um, outside of Birmingham, Alabama. And, um, and then she gets off the phone with the police and then she calls her sister-in-law, her boyfriend's girlfriend, and she tells them the exact, tells her the exact same thing. And then she gets out the car and then you hear her ask, Hey, are you okay to this, you know, toddler? And 
there's no response according to the sister-in-law. We're calling her sister-in-law for the purpose of this because half people call her sister-in-law, half people call her boyfriend's girlfriend. And then she hears a scream and then that's it. The police get there a couple minutes later. Her car is there. Doors are open. Car is on. Her Apple Watch is there. Her, uh, her phone, her wig was there. And what else? What else you got, Alex, for the details? <clears throat> I think you covered it all. Yeah, yeah. It's a major highway. We saw the video. Yes. Well, let's do it in order. So and not, that happened at 9.30 p.m. the day that it happened. The very next morning, that's when we all found about found out about it. But like you said the wig, right? You the said wig. the wig. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the very next Which morning. Which is a key piece of evidence, Lexi. It is. For a black woman leaving her wig, her phone, a thousand her purse. Percent. Yeah, and her Apple Watch, and her AirPods, I think. Yeah, AirPods were in the purse. So... Uh, her timeline of events before that, where she was, she was at work. She was headed to Tzatziki's to get some food for her and her mother. And she was expected to go home with that food. So, and then this is when this happened. So her parents were expecting her. Um, and so she went to just stop and get food on her way after work. So that's what she was doing before. The next morning is all over the news. Everything about, you know, there was a toddler on the side of the road and this young lady stopped and she just disappeared from she just disappeared and then the video came out alex talk about this video well first of all i've talked to a lot of people who watched the video a million times like myself and i think that it should have came with like police narrating it to show people exactly what's going on because that's what happened you put it on the internet and everyone had a different opinion on what they saw what but what saw? i saw mm -hmm. was her car she put on her hazard lights maybe like a quarter mile away from where she initially, you know, eventually stopped. And the thing about the video is it's a busy, it's a busy highway. It's a busy situation. Everyone is on this highway, just going just like Atlanta. Yes. Like when I'm on 75, it just looked just like when I'm on 75 at like 2 PM, everyone is going minding their businesses, trucks is whatever. But you see her where her hazard lights on. A quarter mile, she eventually stops. Her hazards are still on. Mm -hmm. So that's when all the speculation, I feel like that's when it first started creeping in mm -hmm. because we didn't see any baby. Well, as no. far as I'm concerned, and they they enhanced it. Yep. They show multiple like enhancements of the video. I personally did not see a toddler. I did not even see her get out. You can see like a little glimmer. Yeah. Where she does leave the vehicle yep. and head toward the wooded area. Yep. And it's like so fast, you got to catch it. Yeah. Look, if you at home, you got to slow your video down. I did see her exit the vehicle. Yes. Very quickly. Yes. And then head toward a wooded area. But I did not see a toddler in pampers, diapers uh, on the side of the street. Yes. So let me tell you what I saw. <clears throat> the same thing. Um. I was able to see her get out the car and walk around to the other side, closer to the woods. That's all I could see. Um, now I watched like a hundred TikTok videos because I was curious, like, you know, they have, you know, TikTokers and all these people, you know, they're going to like enhance the video. You know, all of my Reddit cousins, Hey Reddit y'all. Um, they are going to get those. They are going to take that video. They literally like did the inversion. So you could see like the thermal and everything you, you saw her get out the car, but that's it. But this was the first thing that popped up in my mind. Why is she driving on the shoulder for so long? That's what was kind of confusing to me. Like, why is she driving on the shoulder so long? If she saw the child, 
that's how it would have had to have been. Like you said, maybe about a quarter mile. That baby must have been far, like you. She went I, in my head. I'm like, you wouldn't be able to see a child that far away. And the, the how slow she was driving on the shoulder with her hazards on. Um, I can't remember exactly the distance, but on Reddit they figured it out based on the distance of the signs. And everything they were able to figure those things out, and I think they actually did say it on one of the articles. But when she slowed down and put her hazards on, she was driving so slow and seemingly pretty far that okay, if you saw a baby that far away. One, you wouldn't have been able to see, like, le- like legitimately, unless you're, like, Wolverine or something, right? I don't know. Like, just have some really good eyesight. And I don't, doesn't he have good eyesight? Maybe not. I don't know. Look at yes. you. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Unless you have just really great eyesight or something, you wouldn't be able to see something that far. And also, we're talking about at night. So that was my first, like, you know, question mark. Like, okay, that's kind of far. So as she's driving, she finally stops, gets out the car. Now, one thing, you know, Reddit people... In that video, that video was maybe, what, two or three minutes? Someone actually counted the amount of cars that went past. 42 cars, according to the person that counted. I wasn't going to count, but it was. It did seem like it was about that many. Um, My other thought was, why didn't no one else see a child and call the police? No one else saw a toddler. And I was like, there can't be that many heartless people in Hoover, Alabama, or whoever's driving through Hoover. I said, there can't be all these heartless people. Because you know what? If anybody's going to stop, it's going to be somebody's mama. It's going to be a woman. That's going to say, nah, there's a baby on the side of the road. I don't care if I have to back up. I'm going to go see this baby. So I will tell I tell you this, Alex. I'm going to give you my theory in order. At that point, when the video came out, my theory was that she was having some type of mental breakdown. She was having a mental, uh, some type of mental health crisis. That was my very first thought. As my mom panicked, texting me to not stop for little toddlers on the road. <laughs> I had to explain her. I said, mom, I said, think about this a little bit. Ooh, this is what I really want to do. So, okay. I'm really into true crime for those that don't know. Um, I'm really also into debunking myths about trafficking. Actually, when it comes to trafficking, only less than 10% of people are actually abducted into trafficking. You know, a lot of people that are trafficked, I'm not saying they're doing it willingly, but they weren't actually abducted. Like they might be, um, uh, underage and then they might be you know they ran away from home and they didn't really know what they were getting into but that's not really abducted we're talking about the word abducted where i went to you and i pulled you and i took you here against your will so that's what i'm saying when i say abducted obviously no kids should be involved in uh trafficking or any or even an adult but a lot of there are some adults that are you know whether they're on drugs or anything they're they haven't been abducted per se the actual like term of abducted so let's start there. And when I said, I saw all of the ploys, like, oh, it's a ploy to kidnap you, to traffic you. Um, not on a highway. That doesn't make sense. So this is, this is me debunking it to my mother as far as the trafficking thing. I said, look, I said, you know, the whole point of when you're trafficking someone, you're trying to pick somebody that no one's looking for. So typically that's why when people are trafficked, there are people that already work in the sex, uh, what is their sex workers, and then also runaway teens. Because seemingly no one's looking for them. That's why when you have serial killers that kill prostitutes and they get away with it for so long, they are literally killing prostitutes because they know, guess what, nobody's looking for them. And then it's always going to be one parent that's like, hey, I haven't heard from my child in a while. That's the e- And that's why it's the easiest. I, it's sad to say, but when serial killers get away with things for a long time, a lot of times they're picking sex workers on purpose because no one's going to look for them and they know that they can get away with it for the for as long as possible. I know I'm, I know I'm ranting, but let me let me get to my... 
my, my sex trafficking myths. If they were trying to traffic someone or just even just kidnap whatever, my thing was using a ploy as a toddler or what some people said, oh, maybe it was a, a little person that they use as a decoy to pull them in. All right, let's say that. You're not going to do that on a busy street because guess what? Alex, who is what, 6'2"? Alex, Alex is 6'2", okay? Alex, what if Alex stopped? Or what if the 42 cars that drove past all called the cops? That's what I said. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Their whole ploy would have been, everything would have been messed up. Now, and if Alex pulls over, and this is toddler slash little person, they're planning on grabbing Alex. Also, what if it's a car full of five of us? We're five deep, and we have guns on us. Because this is Alabama now. We're in the South, okay? I know you strapped up. We in the South. And why would they do that? I said it's too much of a risk. One thing about traffickers, a lot of criminals are actually smart. You know why they get stupid? It's because they keep doing it because they keep getting away with it. And then eventually they're going to get caught. But just like anybody, oh, you get away with it one or two times and then you just keep doing it, eventually you're going to get caught. But I do feel like traffickers are very strategic about who they go after. And they're not just going to pick a, like a, a major highway that has a lot of cars because they risk Alex or our producer Cam, who are both bigger men, you know, over six feet. They risk them stopping. And fighting them, so you, you, it doesn't. So to me, none of that made sense. I said it's not a traffic. Whatever I knew at the moment, I knew it wasn't a trafficking ploy because I'm like, it doesn't make sense. If you're gonna do that, you do that on like a stretch of highway. Like in my head, before I like before I actually saw the video, I was like, oh, this must have been on some random rural country road. That's what I was thinking in my head, yeah. and I was like, well, it's possible. But when the I saw just the trail, that's what I thought when I saw the highway. I said, uh, uh-uh. uh. I said, ain't no traffickers that stupid. But okay. That, I, I just gave you my initial because I, I I need to give it to you in order of my thoughts. My first thought was that it was a mental health crisis. What was your first thought after you watched the video? You talked about the video. What was your first thought? I know you I know you said your your spidey senses they were like my spidey sense tangled at the baby in diapers. Because like for instance, you know how whenever a Brinks truck crashes and then the money flies out of the truck and people are zooming by on the highway. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time, them people reverse, which causes the chaos. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. she said she saw that, I'm just thinking about like in Atlanta when we're driving and we see something. Nine times out of ten, we didn't already passed it. We're like, right. wait, hold up, is that Lexi on the side of the road? And most people you see get on the shoulder and reverse. Yeah, that's on very the shoulder like cops. Cops right. might see Lexi on the side of the road. It happens every day in Atlanta. They see you. The cops have already passed you. I have never seen 
anyone like see someone who's in in need and see them in advance at night right to be able to pull over perfectly to help Lex on the side of the road it, that's why the shoulder is the way it is especially in Atlanta I mean every city is different but in Atlanta I see cops all the time there's Absolutely. room for you to do a U-turn or back up Okay, so the so way she was driving on that shoulder with the hazard zone, like you said, it told me my spotty sense went off. Something was already happening. Yeah. The mental situation, stresses in your life, she had already put the hazards on for a little while. Because there were other people behind her that were just like room and kept going. Okay, so let me give you this and, and let me know if you still think this. So at that point, some of the theories online were that she saw the child and then she got off the highway and then looped back around. But people that lived there, they said the next exit was close. But in order to get back around, it, you had to go like two exits. It's something. It was something interesting, like two exits were skipped or something in order to get back there. So they were saying that she could have done that, but that may have been like a seven minute window, which doesn't really fit. But that was one of the rebuttals was like, well, no, she saw the child, but she got too far. So like you said, she could have pulled off and backed up, but she didn't do that. So she got off the highway and then looped back around. What do you say about that? Like you said, there was no cause about the baby who would have still been out there. So you mean to tell me when she looped back around, no one else saw the baby on the side of the road? No, none of these truckers? Not one. We both live in a truckerville, Atlanta. Yeah. No one saw the baby when she was looping around? There yeah. was no reports of a baby? You know what you made me think about? Because it really kind of seems irrelevant. Remember the first day also, there was a trucker that said they saw a gray car near her and someone hanging, leaning into her car. Mm -hmm. Where That gray car was never seen. So it's interesting because I forgot all about that because that was like the only clue. Was like, yeah, was that was a uh, MacGuffin. That was uh, what Velma would say, a red herring. <laughs> that, look, that was the only clue we had and apparently that wasn't even really a thing. And also on a highway like that, you're driving pretty fast. I don't even know if I would notice like, hey, there's a great car right there and somebody leaning over it. I don't even know if I would notice that. But you know what? Honestly, truck drivers are the most probably, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Observant. Observant. Yeah. They probably are extremely observant because they probably see a lot. If Honestly, I expected a lot of truck drivers to show their uh, dash cams and stuff. I'm, I was actually surprised that... Uh, like truck drivers didn't come forward and say, oh yeah, she popped up on my dash cam. I was actually shocked about that, but I just want to throw that up in there because we forgot to mention that because I still think that was irrelevant and not a real. And I thought it was interesting that no one else stopped. Cause you know, in Atlanta, whenever I see women on the side of the road, I always see multiple people check on, especially yeah. if she's an older woman. I always see just multiple people check on women mm -hmm. women on the side of the road and no one else stopped. I just thought that was, I thought it was interesting that she had the hazards on that long and no one else checked on this person. Very, that you're right about that. Very strange. That was definitely a thing. So let's get into later on that day, though. So later on that day, you have all the people that come, all the folks that are coming to help look in the woods, including Anaya. What is Anaya's last name? Um, she was in, I think she was not Clemson. No, not Clemson. Clemson's in Alabama. I mean, in South Carolina. What's the... Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. In, in Alabama? Alabama? Yeah, it's a, it's a city in Alabama. Her name is Anaya. She was... She Birmingham? Actually, it wasn't Birmingham. Um, so she went missing and she was found murdered. Anaya Blanchard. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, because her her stepfather was like a UFC guy. Remember mm -hmm. that she went missing missing at a um gas station, I think, or something. Um, so her mother came out. So she so her mother came out um came out to look for her. So her mother. So Anaya, they end up getting a law because you know we have an Amber Alert, but Amber Alert only works if you're under 18. So they made Anaya's law. Now I don't know. No, no. So her law is different because I was thinking I, for some reason in, in my head I was thinking that they created something. Well, clearly they did. They created a law about her, but it was something where was it Anaya or Ashanti? Ashanti is a different person, right? It is, yes. Okay. So which one is it? Because Anaya. Was in Alabama. I think it was Ashanti is like an Amber Alert, but it's an Ashanti Alert. That's, okay, yes, the Ashanti. Okay, so yes, my bad. So the Ashanti Alert is for adults. Anaya Blanchard's mom was the one who. Now I'm confused. Which one was it? I thought it was Anaya's mom that came to help. That came to to search. Yes. Okay, it is Anaya's mom. So Anaya, the little the the young girl who um she's I think she was uh, biracial. Her dad was a UFC fighter. I remember she when she went missing, and they found her. They found her dead. They found her deceased. So her mom was in the search parties. Her mom came out immediately. So her, they are Alabama based. Uh, came out in search parties. I watched videos of live videos of them walking around the uh, woods. Again, I am on Reddit, so I'm like deep in Reddit. People are like literally doing the Google Maps. They're like, okay, how close is it to the neighborhood behind? Because you know, a lot of times you can see houses straight through major highways. You can see houses like not that far. So they they even got like okay it's like a, a a ditch right here and I mean they were I mean super into it and it really wasn't that far from a neighborhood from a nice neighborhood so they were like okay so we they need to look at all the cameras in the backyards um, apparently they went door to door in those neighborhoods right there they didn't see anything I mean I guess they didn't see anything well at least the police haven't said anything if they did um, so that's the scope of it and. You know, it was international news. When I say international, like it was even published on like UK websites. It was uh, in Canadian news. I saw like uh, reports of Canadian news. It was everywhere. And when I say I felt so proud of the media for getting it out so fast and it wasn't just on black media sites. So I was just really excited about that because we know that we don't get that. We know that a black girl goes missing and we don't get that much publication. It may only be just state news. When I say black folks rallied around and I was very proud of it, even though I still like, you know, in my head, you know, I knew like the trafficking thing and a thousand percent. I was like, no, but I was like, I do think there's something wrong with this girl. I was like, I do think that she might, she might be having like a break or something, some type of mental health, you know, uh, uh, situation going on. But I was just like, okay, I don't know. Like this, this is, is getting weird. And I would say it in my group chats and I can tell, I, and I know when I talk like this, so one, I'm extremely obsessed with true crime. I don't want anybody to pass away or be murdered, but I analyze every little thing. And so I know that I do that and I know it's not received the same way from everybody. So I tend to kind of shut my mouth about certain things, <clears throat> but I was in my group chats. I could tell my group chat wasn't really feeling me about my theories. They weren't really feeling me, but I do have a friend, a close friend that we were chatting the whole time. Like, mm. Some doesn't sound right. We were kind of dissecting everything. And we're not dissecting anything because, you know, we, we want to call, you know, say that, oh, this is, you know, we're not trying to call anybody, you know, a liar or we're not trying to say this did or didn't happen. But we were thinking logically versus emotionally. And I do feel like a lot of people are very emotional about things like that. Like my mother, who immediately was like, girl, please, like, just don't stop for a, uh, for a toddler. 
Also, you know, debunking that. Oh, oh, they do this all the time. Do they? Where are the stats, please? Because, you know, anytime someone talks about how people are picking up trafficking people, there's never any proof about it. There's never any proof. It's like someone just comes up with it one day. Like, oh, someone puts the dog on the side of the street. And as soon as someone goes to get it, then they grab you. How many times does that happen on paper, on record? And do you know that this is actually a thing? Or are you just spreading this around because it just sounds good? So I, there's so many layers to everything that has popped up. <laughs> like the, the theories, the like, you know, you can't talk about black women. You can't say this, you know. I, see, the problem is, I think, and I don't want to use the G word. But, you know, I think that there are, you know, a portion of social media that are gullible to certain okay. things because of past experiences, okay. because maybe in their life they weren't believed about something or maybe they just want to believe, which okay. can open you up to being gullible in some kind of way. Like, I'm going to take what you say, because at some point in my life, no one took me seriously. And I get that. But okay. to villainize the logical people, which happens every day on social media, it's like the logical people don't did not want this young lady to be found deceased. Right, right. Like the logical people never. I mean, we can talk about every case in the world and the logical people have always been on the right side as far as this is wrong. This is right. I right. mean, we can go all the way back to Casey Anthony. We can go yeah. all the way back to John Benet Ramsey. The logical people have never just picked aside to just make make themselves feel superior make themselves right. feel like i'm right about this the logical right. people have always said we think casey anthony was behind this right we yeah. think this happened to john benet ramsey right. right we think like the logical people have always i don't know why in this case it's like logical people are villains because they're just pointing out in some cases the obvious right in some cases we're just saying we saw this video. We didn't see what she said happened. Right. And then we look at the factors. We look at how the police are moving. We look yeah. at how things are being reported. Yeah. We look at how just what her boyfriend said, what her mama said. Ooh. We look about. We look at all of the red herrings. Mm -hmm. the, the truck driver saw, allegedly saw a gray car, disappears. The yeah. whole... 911 call to the Red Roof Inn. Yeah. The family that disappeared. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Yeah. The cops said that that was like inconclusive. Like the family got loaded up and went to the Red Roof Inn. They yeah. kind of put that aside. So the that lot of people, the, the, the spotty sense has been tingling. 
not because we just want to say I was right. Like, what do we? We don't get an award at home. Oh, we're not getting we an get award. A true crime bedazzled tea at home. <laughs> like, right. No one I, wants anybody to be deceased. It's just I think people look at true crime differently yeah. than they should. True crime just makes people sharpen up and just look at just every little thing. It's not like they want to be detectives. It's like, now nah, I look at my surroundings differently. I look at my surroundings differently. Yeah, you start thinking about things. You start thinking about things more logically because um, I think what I'm seeing on the internet is logic versus emotion. That's really what it is. So you have the logic, people that are looking into logic. And that doesn't mean that the people that are emotionally thinking about it, it doesn't mean that they're not logical or that they're not smart. I'm not saying that. But what it does mean is like, you didn't even really think about it. You're just like, I just want to, you know, help this girl. Of course, we all want this. We all want the outcome to be that she is alive and well. Everybody wanted that outcome. But you also, I mean, if if the math ain't math, then the math's not math. And so actually, you know, one thing that I think like, why should we not question things if we don't believe it? If somebody is telling us this shirt is blue, but it's really red, I'm supposed to believe them just because they told me that. Like sometimes we have to learn to question things. And I think that what I've seen on the internet is a lot of people, yeah, a lot of bashing back and forth is like, oh, I can't believe you guys said this about y'all are trying to tear a black woman down. Like, no, not trying to, you know, not trying to tear a black woman down, but also just stating the obvious. And of course, everybody's like, well, y'all don't know. Nobody knows the facts. I'm like, well, you don't either. So, but you're, you're going with your story. Yeah. But you don't know the facts, right? Because I thought we don't know the facts, but you're going with your story. Now, there's a difference of the people that are just kind of just there. Like, well, let's just wait to see what happens. Well, one, what else did we miss? Okay, so let's let's get into there were there were uh, posts online. Of course, you know, because people are starting to question things, you have the family making posts, which I feel like they shouldn't have made any posts because I feel like that kind of makes things worse. Big mistake. Yeah. And then and then we get to the point where she walks up to her parents' door. So Spidey sense went full. I mean, it just was like, and then this is when things went completely left online because it was like, wait, did y'all want her to show up? Deceased. And we're just like, I just wanted to like shake the internet with yes. my bare hands. Because it's like, why, why does your mind go there when it should be going to? Did this woman just walk back to her parents' house? Yeah. Foot, no phone. Yeah. As, as far as we know, no Apple Watch, no navigation. Yeah. No. Your spidey sense didn't go off? Like, let me tell you this. Anything that you, okay, we're real stories, like true crime stories, but then also movies. But we don't have to use movies if you don't want to because it's scripted. But, you know, usually people make movies based off of circumstances that are real. But when you find people that have been kidnapped or anything like that, when they get free, however they get free, they are going to the first house that they see and saying, call the police. That's what I would say. The first house. So unless she was dropped off in front of her house, I found that to be a little concerning. Like, hmm. Like, unless they dropped off at her house, even if they dropped me off down the street from my parents' house, I'm going to the first house I see. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let them know, hey, call the cops. I'm, I'm running back to my parents' house, but I'm going to the very first house I see knocking on the door crazily and I'm like, call the cops. And I think most people are. So I don't even think because the rebuttal could be like, oh, well, you know, you've never been in that situation. Yes, I have not. And and hopefully I will never be in that situation. But 
most people in distress are just going to get to the first human that they can find that can make a phone call that can tell somebody, Hey, whatever happened to me, I am here. I know people are looking for me. Can you call the cops? And so that was like my spidey sense. I'm like, Hmm, like just walked up. And then, uh, apparently, and the cops weren't there, which also was kind of strange to me that the cops weren't there. I would have, usually when, when they think people are abducted or when someone's missing, usually the cops are at the house around the, around the clock waiting for a ransom call. Cause generally you're waiting for a ransom call. That's how cops work. If, it, if they think it's an abduction, you're waiting around the house. You're going to wait with the parents, maybe a ransom call. You hope a ransom call, honestly, cause a ransom means like, Hey, your person might still be alive. Um, or I just figured that they would have been there. So then they got there. So the parents, so the mom said that she was unresponsive, but you know, unresponsive as if she wasn't speaking, Well, they just hugged on her. And then she ended up going to the hospital and she was released that evening after the hospital. So that was another thing. I, I would have thought after 48 hours of chaos, that might deserve an overnight visit to the hospital. I would think. I mean, you know, if you're in shock, and I asked somebody this last night, because they were saying the other side. Yeah. And I converted them with facts. Right. To the side, to this side of just, we're not, we're not trying to discredit this young woman. Right. We are just simply as regular civilians saying, if you are in shock, how did you find your way home? Okay. I wasn't even really thinking about that. And it's like, and, and the crazy part is so much technology that all the people in the neighborhood probably have you on their ring camera. That's what so I'm when the police, police are just probably sitting in, in the station watching everyone's ring. You probably walking past everyone's ring yeah. camera. Yeah. And that's why the police have been so quiet. Because I think the police at this point have concluded that there's a lot of things in this story that just didn't happen. And we're, we say this respectfully, but there's right. a reason people are like, well, why didn't they say this? Or why can't the family say that? They're not investigating what she said. I think they're investigating this whole elaborate situation that happened and how to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. One thing that we can talk about is how the police were always very careful with their words. Um you started noticing, you know, because at first, you know, there are going to be some journalists that are like, oh, girl, you know, she was kidnapped. She was abducted. There was a toddler. Like, you're saying that definitively, but you don't know that because you haven't seen that. So I, I did see a lot of, like, journalists in some sites, some media really go straight there. But I'm like, you can't really say that. So you have to, like, when you look between the lines, it is very clear that they do not believe. Well, they did say that they have no uh, proof. They didn't use the word proof, but that. They have no evidence of anyone following her. So they do have that part. But somebody following her, that doesn't mean necessarily that she wasn't kidnapped but or abducted. But um, with the police, though, they've been very careful. They haven't said anything. They also are pretty much making it clear that there's no bolo out for a toddler. So they did say that no one has, there's no missing toddlers in the area. There's uh, Now, however, okay, we could say that if there were traffickers or someone using a child to lure, they're not going to take like someone else's child. They might be their own child. So yeah, yeah. So there's no now that part. I was like, okay, guys, you're okay. Yeah. You're like too okay. far. So, but still, if this was the case, that child is in danger, regardless whether that's their parent or not, that child is in danger. If, if their parent or some guardian is using them as a ploy to kidnap or to, to abduct people. So there's no bolo out for this child and there's no bolo out for 
the abductors. Now, that's strange to me because if I lived in Hoover, I'd be like, y'all need to tell me something. Do I need to be nervous that there is somebody lurking in the woods that might come and snatch me? Do I need to, like the fact that there has been no Bolo, for Bolo, be on the lookout, right? If there are, if there's no Bolo for any type of abductors, that is scary to me. If I lived in Hoover, I'd be like, this is scary. Like the, the cops aren't telling me anything. So I know, I hear the whole thing. They don't have to tell, they don't have to answer to y'all. But they do, if there is somebody on the loose that is abducting people, then they do need to let people know because if it happens again, there's going to be a problem. So they should let people know. So that's another reason why I don't think that they, and I think that they don't believe it either. Um, actually, have y'all seen the, have you seen the first season of Cool Summer? Um, of course not. <laughs> oh my God. I told my girls before she got, before she was found, I said, it's giving Cool Summer. Cruel Summer, the first season, sorry if you've seen it, spoiler alert, don't listen to the next 15 seconds. Um, a teenager goes missing. This other girl kind of takes her place, at, you know, in the like popularity, you know, vibes in the school. And she was at her teacher's house the whole time. And she basically on purpose stayed there, knew that everybody's looking for her and just was stayed in the house and didn't do anything. And actually the girl that kind of took her place in the social, you know, social scene, um, actually saw her one day when she was at the house. She had broken this house. She saw the girl, but she didn't say anything because now she's like Queen B. But the point is this girl, the whole time, they, everybody thought she was abducted and she was literally there for like months. She just hid in the house and then she just pops up one day. So it's giving cruel summer to me. It's like, because it's like, hey, okay, well, what happened? Where were you? They're not saying anything. And so... I'm still going, I have two theories. So I'm still in the theory of a mental health episode, like some type of mental health uh, event occurred. And she just walked to the woods. And my second one is that, um, you know, she had a plan and it went out of hand. I think it, cause even on Cruel Summer, it wasn't, she did, it wasn't really supposed to get like that, but it did. And I think it's like, sometimes people plan things. People do this all the time, all races. We know several, there's been several white women in the news that have done this. Gone Girl is based on this, even though that's a, a movie, but yeah. Gone Girl is the same thing. Like people do this all the time. So let's not act like it doesn't happen. It's uh, not really a black girl thing, but you know, whatever. So I, those are my two theories right now. It's either she really had a, a mental health episode or she's cruel summering us. And she, whatever she was looking for, I, I don't even have a theory for what she was looking to get out of it. I don't have that theory, but those are my I mean, See, the, the thing is people say, well, well, why would she do all of this? Why would she have all of these people? And I was like, good question. <laughs> do you know, do you know people in their twenties? And do you know, like we talked about in previous episodes, you know, if you're new, you could go back and listen to previous episodes about black mothers, black families, and mm -hmm. the shame that some people feel when they have to say certain things to their yeah. family. Mm -hmm. Now, there's all of these rumors about what's going on in her personal life. Yeah. And we, we can't even, we just won't get into those because it's rumors and we don't know if anything is true or false or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I do know when you do something like this, that something very major that you don't want to divulge to your family is happening. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. something, and you might know your cousin or somebody who did some major thing. Mm -hmm. Like even when people call in bomb threats to the school because they don't want to take a test. Right. Like there's people who go through major, major, major 10 layers of things to yeah. avoid something. Mm -hmm. So I create this fire 
everyone's looking for me while I handle whatever issue that I got going on yeah. in my personal life. Because mm-hmm. I talk to people and, you know, people like say everyone's thinking that you're graduated. Mm-hmm. I know a few people, everyone's thinking you're graduating. You done sent the invitations out. Uh, you done told everybody what date the graduation is. Yeah. They think you're still in school. Yeah. Every, your mommy, your grandma, they wheel her onto the airplane. Mm-hmm. hundred people from your family come down to your graduation. Ooh, I they don't know that you're not graduating. Yeah. I. You just don't want to tell them. You, I, there's no way that you can look your mama in the eye and say, I done flunked out of a, a semester ago. Yeah. Yeah. And people are like, it happens. It does. You're right. You're you don't right. want to tell Rosalind it's your extreme. mama. It's extreme now. Okay. I do have this question though. Where are you at right now? What is your, what is your theory? Like where are you at after what we know right now, after everything that we just talked about, where are you? And then I have a follow-up question. Sadly, I think that the mental break is tied into something going on with the boyfriend. Because, you know, the thing about it is, see, they didn't hire, people say you should have hired a lawyer. Well, they should have hired a publicist. Yeah. Because the publicist would have told the boyfriend, see, the boyfriend spilled the beans. He did. Which made, it it created this, he flipped everything over because he said she'd been fighting for her life for 48 hours. Yeah. And definitively said the word kidnapped. No one asked him. And I'm glad that you said that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just saying no one even asked him. And he he gave that information, which forced the mom and dad to then come out and say that there is an abductor. Yeah. The police, like you said, have never. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Never, not one time said that there is an abductor that there is a kidnapper. They have not released any type of alarm, alert, anything. Email, mm-hmm. nothing. So one thing I didn't like about the boyfriend's his uh, Instagram post was that he mentioned the kidnapper, but didn't say, we're going to get justice. Let's find these people. And I, he mentioned them in passing, almost. Really, I felt like his initial thing was, he was really just trying to say, see, I didn't do it, guys, because he mentioned, he brought that up. Which to me, I, I know that was an emotional response. Like he had to get that in. See, you guys thought it was me, but it wasn't me. But at the end, he mentioned the kidnapper and said, basically said, you know, she can't give the whereabouts or anything of the kidnapper. But then there's nowhere in there that says like, yo, we need to pray that we find this guy or guy or woman or whoever. We need to find these kidnappers. We need to bring them to justice. 
that was not mentioned. And that was strange to me. Like, why would you mention, you mentioned the kidnappers in passing, but didn't say like, no, we need to find this. We need to get these bad people off the streets. Yes. And the parents, the parents didn't even say anything like that either. And said, you know, ask for privacy. They were on the Today Show. Yes. Neither one of them to this day has mentioned the toddler, has mentioned a kidnapping ring in Hoover, Alabama or in greater Alabama. Neither one of these family members have said anything about anything about this story that she told. And, you know, usually people say we just want to make sure that the other women who might be in this situation learn from this situation or what nothing like that yeah or like hey there might be someone else they might be doing this to somebody else right now let's like you know yeah also okay so the parents were on the today show i believe they were on the today show uh i noticed from the clips that i saw papa ain't saying nothing okay nothing nothing mama's talking okay so mama is like you know we're not allowed to talk about this we're not allowed to talk about that we really didn't get any new information just, just the emotional stuff, the emotional ties to having a child that has disappeared for 48 hours. So you got that, but we didn't get anything else. She makes it a point to say, you know, we're not allowed to speak about that. And then the interviewer says, well, you know, did she have to fight? And she said, oh, she fought, she had to fight physically and mentally. So if you're not allowed to share anything, now you're sharing that your daughter had to fight physically. I'm assuming that means somebody and for her to even mention that, it's like, you just said five seconds ago that you're not allowed to say anything. You are saying something by saying that because now you're saying that she was physically, she had to physically fight somebody. And I just feel like the parents, the 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 boyfriend, everybody needs to stop talking because they're making it worse. I know they think they're making it better. So what they think they're doing is trying to jump ahead of everybody because everybody's getting on them and talking about their daughter. Now, oh, this was the final question that I had. This is really what I was getting to also. You have your theory. Do you think the parents are aware. Absolutely. See, I think I think the mama knows. Now see which one is the good cop and which one is the bad cop. Yeah. I think the dad is the bad cop. And I, I think the mom is the good cop. Cuz the dad and already went off. How could you do this? You have you ruined your life. Yeah. And the mama's like just Let's say and do what we can to make this less hard on our baby. You know what? You're making perfect sense because in my head, I was just about to say, I don't think that they're aware. And and when and also the question I'm asking for clarity, I know you understood, but for clarity for the audience, I'm not asking like if they were a part, if it was a, a, a hoax the whole time, if they knew and were a part of it. I'm asking specifically today, which I knew Alex understood, but I just want to provide clarity. I think... At first, I was going to say literally that I don't think that they're aware. I think they're just, it's still an emotional space. But now that you said that, and also people brought attention to the dad and his body language, how he was just sitting there, he wasn't really talking. And some there was someone that was um, saying that they study human, human behavior, like human, you know, gestures and everything. And that when they're asking questions, they're saying yes, but they're nodding their head no. And different things like that. Now, I can't attest for that because I don't, I'm not a psychologist and study human, you know, gestures and stuff like that but i noticed oh actually i did watch the whole video i'm tripping i didn't see a clip i watched the whole video if to my to my i can't remember 100 percent, but i really don't recall hearing him speak at all it was definitely the mom and uh i think you're right now that i think about it now that you said it it makes perfect sense like okay now they're in like pr mode and I'm like okay we got to help our baby however we can he's just like look let's just let him know 
I can see that. I can really see that. But up until just now, until you just said that, I was still thinking like, oh, they're still in emo mode and they're still not, they're not breaking it down and not seeing that, hey, something is wrong here. The story's not making sense. Uh, and now they're like trying to figure it out. And I feel like they should not have gone on TV. Also, like, because then it, that's bad optics also, because now it's like we're doing hair and makeup and, and doing a TV show. Yeah. That's bad optics at this point, because and I, I can't say anything about parenting. I'm not a mother, but I know what my mother would do. And I know if I was missing for 48 hours, she'd still be holding on to me right now. She'd be right here right now holding on to me. Like, I'm not letting you out my sight. You're not going nowhere. She ain't going to leave to get hair and makeup to, I mean, I'm sure, I'm not saying that she went to the salon and did all this stuff. The mom, the parents, but it's not a good look PR wise. And I know they thought they were doing something good, but in actuality, it just doesn't look good. And this is why you should watch all the true crime shows so you can dissect it. We are detectives. Me and you, Alex, clearly we are detectives. And actually, we're going to have a detective come on the show because I have a friend <laughs> yeah. that works in uh, special victims. And because really, honestly, I want to talk about the myths of um, debunking some of these myths of uh, trafficking with Black women and just really getting to the actual facts versus thinking emotionally or just reading what or seeing whatever's on a TikTok and you just believe it just because it's on TikTok. Like, hey, uh, somebody put a can on my car when I uh, went into Subway and when I came out, they're trying to traffic me and there's a white van two, two blocks away. I hear the, the most odd stories and I don't think people really understand the how trafficking works and who the typical victims are of sex trafficking. So I really want to talk about the myths and debunking it, but then actually getting to, hey, how can you be more vigilant? Vigilant. <laughs> vigilant. <laughs> but vigilant. I know, I know. I know what you meant. So you, have to, so you can be more vigilant about what, what, um, especially different things that you see, especially like at airports and stuff like that. I don't know if you know, you, you probably notice when you go to any airport, there's signs all over. Are you being sex trafficked? Are you being sex trafficked? That's where a lot of girls come through. Like being vigilant and actually looking out for signs of other girls, especially. So anyway, I definitely want to talk about that. I feel like we did a good thorough. I mean, I really feel like we need our own show on uh, the investi- on, or TV one. We need, a, we need our own show TV on TV one. one. Let's do it. We did our own crime show uh, to people that are not. See, you're you're an investigator because you're a journalist. I'm an investigator with crime stuff because I'm just obsessed with it. Um, no, I'm not obsessed with people. I don't want people to get murdered. But when something does happen, when there is a crime, I am going to break it down. Yeah. And, and I was telling people, uh, like when the Kanika Jenkins thing happened, and I brought her back up yesterday, and people were like, oh, I forgot all about that. Is that the one that was in the freezer? Yes. Okay. okay. And yeah. remember, Kanika Jenkins, everyone online, remember, yeah. this is the opposite. Everyone online went against what the police were saying. It was foul play. It was foul play. Mm-hmm. It, everyone online. That's why I was like, y'all have the shortest memory ever. Because yep. everyone, all the logical people said Kanika Jenkins did not get drunk and just fall back and die in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Everyone said her friends were behind that. Mm-hmm. Her friends did that. Same mm-hmm. thing with the young lady in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Everyone said mm-hmm. the police, FBI, everyone ruled that there was no type of case to try the friend. Everyone, all of the logical people said it was the friends. Yeah. Every, like Kendrick Johnson in the gym mat. Like I was telling yeah. them, yeah. everyone said there's no way that, you know, it wasn't foul play. Right. There's no way he wasn't murdered in that gym. Mm-hmm. Like we have been, everyone has just looked at the facts and said what they had to say. Right. Same thing with this case. Yeah. 
we don't want to see anyone harm. No. We just looking at we just looking at the facts and saying, and we, I mean, this, this is also like a deeper conversation. Like we do need to have better relationships with our parents. Oh, my mom said that because she was like, you never like, if you feel like you gotta do all of this to avoid just having a conversation that will yeah. disappoint your parents. Yeah. Then this is a bigger conversation we need to have because a lot of people feel like they cannot go to their parents with disappointing news. Like I dropped out of law school. Yeah. I'm sorry. I dropped out of medical school. And yeah. I didn't tell y'all and y'all came to the graduation and I wasn't there. Yeah, you're right. You are absolutely <laughs> right. You you do because and also not even just that, when you have cousins and siblings and everything and they didn't pick up on certain things. Because everybody's not going to pick up on certain things, you know, when, when somebody's going through something, when somebody's going through something mentally or anything, everybody's not going to pick up. But that's if you don't have a good relationship with people like I know my friends that are going through something without them even telling me because I talk to them on a pretty frequent basis. And when I start sensing changes, I am very aware, like their moves are a little different. I can tell something's going on, but that's because I talked to them like and you know, what my mom said the first thing my mom said is they need to be talking to her friends, not her family, because you, you don't talk to your family about stuff like that. She was like, they need to be talking to her friends because her friends going to know what's up. They're going to know whether she was having issues with her boyfriend or whether she was having issues at work or this and that. So like the friends know more than the family does. Yeah, you're right. And see, my mom, my mom now, that, if, now that I said this out loud, my mom is going to be like, see, you should tell me everything. Tell me everything you know. I'm still not going to do that. I know. I know. Roll I mean, my there's nuances to it. You, your parents just have to be better at being... Because you know, like we talked about before, older parents and i'm sure her parents they look like those type in the south yeah they just be overreacting and never yep. let it go yep and she probably like whatever's whatever's going on in her life i cannot tell my mom yeah her yeah. mama look like she don't play like she teaches sunday school she don't yep. play like i cannot tell my mama this disappointing news yep well you know what i am i want to say i am looking forward to is the wrong thing, but I want to hear the facts from the police, not from anybody else, not mm -hmm. from her boyfriend, not from her mama. I am looking forward to getting into that. And I'm not going to do the I told you so or anything. I'm just going to, because again, I, we, like you said, we don't win anything from this, um, but I I really do want to hear the truth. I don't think we're going to get the truth. I think we're just going to get the like privacy, 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 Unless it is, unless they do find out that it's a hoax, then they'll have to arrest her. They have to do the Jesse, okay? They're going to have to do the Jesse because they have to. They have to make a point out of it, just like we did with Jesse. So anytime, I don't want to hear anybody talking about, oh, well, white women do blah, blah, blah. No, white women do it and they also get arrested. Yes. Anytime a white girl has done this, they arrest them as well because that is a crime because people have put in energy and money into into trying to find her. So I, um, We'll have a short update on the next show because I'm sure we'll have some good updates. And hopefully you like this, uh, our, our true crime segment. Our true crime <laughs> yep. I thought it was pretty cool because I like talking about this stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, th I think we I think we dissected a lot and I think that we could be detectives. So, I think, yeah, I think we got through it. You know, I saw a lot of people invoking the young lady, Papini. Ooh. I think her name is Sherry Papini. Well, we'll talk about it on the next episode after we get the. It's a cliffhanger. Next episode, but she she went to jail for falsifying a report. Ah, I know it happens quite frequently. It happens a lot, and it's not just a black and white thing. It's not like a black folks and yeah. And we just need to. 
we could talk about this all day, but we just need to get out of that whole. And I think we we talked about this before. Black folks in this whole, we can't we can't be disappointing in front of other people. Right. It's like we just, oh, we do this to ourselves. Why would we question this girl and no one else does that? Everyone does that. I mean, everybody does it. Everyone questions what's going on in their own situation. Ciao. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, I am Lexi on Instagram. I'm at Lexi with the curls. And I'm Alejandro underscore Iglesias. And a disclaimer, we are not detectives. We do not want to be detectives. We are not trying to be. You want to be. What are you talking about? Let's speak for yourself, Alejandro. Okay, well, you can be a detective. Yes. I'm going to give you a show on TV One. Look at you. Shout out to TV One. Let's add them. Uh, Yeah, I am. So, yes, but we'll be back next week. See you guys later. Bye.